Joe, let's revisit uh, a story that uh, we talked about on Friday's show. We had Pradeep Kooner on the show. She is a, a, a city councillor in Surrey. She is also the chair of uh, Surrey's audit committee. Now, uh, in the uh, earlier part of this year, uh, the Surrey Police Service um, had allocated, or the city had allocated $48 million for in, out of their budget towards the Surrey Police Service as part of the transition. Now, as of June, at the end of June, the SPS reported that they had spent about $15 million of that $48 million. That's the budget. Well, there were, the city asked for updated numbers, and all of a sudden, the Surrey Police Service for 2023 um, says the budget will be $160 million. In other words, a $112 million increase over the budget approved by the city. Now, put that in context. Uh, if the city of Surrey increases its property tax by 1%, it raises about $4.2 million. To deal with this $112 million surprise or shortfall, whatever you want to call it, that means Surrey residents would be handed a 26% increase in property taxes just to cover the cost if the city can't find this money within the allocated budget. Uh, so all this was brought up by Ms. Cooner uh, in an uh, internal uh, document that I got my hands on. Uh, Ms. Cooner was on the show yesterday, uh, and she says the challenge right now when dealing with the Surrey Police transition is that they don't know what the projections are. Take a listen. I think we need to go back and um, have further discussions with the SPS um, union and understand where these numbers are coming from. But I just don't see how in salaries it would go up $112 million over the next three months. There's no plan. So we don't even know what their projections are for hiring new people. We haven't gotten any information whatsoever to how this $112 million increase could occur. Now, uh, within our conversation, uh, Ms. Cooner told me that uh, she believes, and she's an accountant, uh, that when all the costs are in, it will probably be, the transition will probably cost close to $520 million. Now, keep in mind, when Doug McCallum was mayor, they had a report. It was called the Opal Report, prepared by Wally Opal. That report said the, the transition uh, would involve a one-time $40 million cost. Ms. Cooner now says she's gone through the books and she believes at this point it'll be $520 million. Uh, I did ask her about, of course, our provincial government saying that they were setting aside $150 million from all taxpayers to go towards that transition. That, of course, was announced a few months ago by uh, the Solicitor General and the Premier of British Columbia. Take a listen to Ms. Cooner's response on whether whether that $150 million would be able to cover the overall costs. The $150 million would cover a year and a half max. If you were to look at 10 years, we're looking at a billion dollars. This is extremely difficult for Surrey residents to take in. And this is not a cost that should be attributed to them because of what the province decides for them. And if they're not, they need to pony up the money. If this is their plan, this is what they want for the city, then they should have to pay for it. We shouldn't have to. Well, joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, the police transition is Barge Dahan. Uh, he is a former member of the board of the Vancouver Police Department. Uh, and you were, correct me if I'm wrong here, co-chair as well? Vice chair. Vice chair. Uh, so you have a pretty good understanding of policing and certainly, uh, you know, dealing with a large force. Uh, now, initially, correct me if I'm wrong here, when the conversation about the three police service had begun, uh, the Vancouver Police Department actually wrote a report, did they not? Yes, a report was written on the request of the city of Surrey 
It was part of a technical assistance agreement for the um, for the development of the SPS transition plan. Mm-hmm. It's a report that was done. It was done confidentially for the city of Surrey, and the report was completed in April uh, 2019. 2019. And... What did the report overall say? The report basically painted the existing environment, the environmental scan, looking at the existing policing that was happening, and then looked at recruiting, training, technology, information, various systems, fleets, and all of that. So it gave them a broad understanding as a large police force, which uh, Vancouver is. This is the kind of stuff you guys are going to have to look at if you want to move forward with a municipal police force for a community that size. It was a very well laid out report with, um, you know, topics that are pertinent to policing. It was quite detailed. Uh, and then, now, if we look look back at history a little bit, Surrey had put together um, the Opal Report, and as I said, that was a $40 million one-time cost uh, to the city in regards to the transition itself. How do you think, after that report was done, give me a sense of your perceptions of what Surrey did and where you think they got it wrong. Well, there was the Vancouver Police Department report, then there's the Wally report. Mm -hmm. So those reports were supposedly used to come up with whatever transition plan Surrey was going to put in place. Mm -hmm. Uh, what exactly happens? I certainly am not privy to that. But when we talk about this $40 million transition cost, mm-hmm. there was about uh, 19, uh, uh, about $19 million for capital. It was a capital item. Mm-hmm. And the balance was staff recruiting and so on. But it was to be spent over the entire transition period, over three years. Mm. So it's not one time. But there were one-time charges in the mm-hmm. sense that they were towards transition. And as the Surrey Police Service is being built, recruits are being hired, then there's going to be your annual operating costs associated with the labor and so on. Mm-hmm. I think what happened here is that the, the decisions that were being made, they were hasty, politically, with political consideration, a small clique of people that were in policing, and adequate budgeting wasn't done, risk, um, uh, risks weren't assessed, and then we also were hit by COVID. Mm-hmm. That changed a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it's, it speaks to a lack of solid plan, adequate budgeting, and good public consultation. So we find ourselves in a crisis situation where the public, I don't think, has confidence in the process that has unfolded to date. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you fix this? And what I mean by that is just the dollars. I mean, what what do you think? I mean, I'm not asking for a specific number, but your thoughts on what a transition would take in regards to moving from RCMP to municipal. Uh, You know, you've got capital costs, you've got, you know, it could be a gun range, whatever it may be. Your thoughts on what you think that transition should look like and what the real cost roughly in your mind, because as a for, former uh, board member, Vancouver Police Department board, you get a sense of what the costs are. You know where the challenges lie as a board member going through the numbers. What do you think, you know, roughly what that transition probably could cost, would cost? Well, one of the things that I've felt when this process was unfolding, uh, my personal concern was, will there be people on the SPS board and at the city of Surrey level 
who are experienced and knowledgeable about managing a big transition of this type. Hmm. It's, it's unprecedented in the last 40 years in BC. So, um, so, so that's the underlying issue. Were there people experienced to do this? Mm-hmm. And I think the, the situation tells us that they weren't. So you think so, the, the, the board at that time, present board, was not capable of taking on watching this transition? I looked at the initial board composition mm-hmm. and where it is today. Most of the original board members are still board members. Mm-hmm. Many of them come from the uh, union side, uh, side of the economy, labor mm-hmm. movement, or health services. There's one or two that do have some policing background, but no solid experience in change management. That's where the problem lies. And then whatever budgeting that was done, both through the police service now mm-hmm. and also city budgeting process, I think it's been flawed. I don't think there's really accurate numbers. What's it going to take to fix it? Yeah. I think there's only two choices. One is if you're going to stick with the transition to Surrey Police Service, then you bite the bullet, whatever the costs are, you do it. I would say that once all the recruits have been hired to what the model said around 805, we're looking at an operating budget without capital of well over $225 million. And to get to there, it's going to take you minimum four years. There aren't enough potential recruits available in the recruitment pool in the province or in the country. That's a big challenge. So the operating, the $200 million you said, that's just for the yearly operating budget, once you get to the maximum number of, of uh, staff. Well, you know, uh, when we look back, I believe that uh, it was brought to the attention of the city of Surrey and the police service that the RCMP, its, its uh, members were talking about unionizing. Yep. And that there were going to be pressures on RCMP's budgets. So I'm not sure if that consideration was taken into the budget process. So one of the things, you know, you have to do is you look at your risks, both financial and other human resource risks. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was done. Can this be fixed? I mean, I know you're saying you can do it. You got to bite the bullet and spend the money. But as someone who's been around boards uh, and around politics, can this be done? Can this be fixed in regards to whatever the transition is, whether they're going to go SPS or RCMP? I've tried to stay away from that broader conversation. To me, it's always been about the dollars. Can this actually, the transition actually occur in your mind still? I think it still can occur. Yeah. One problem or challenge is that under the Police Act, the mayor of the city of Surrey is the chair of the police board. And now you have a mayor who doesn't want SPS. The city hasn't really worked out how it's going to go forward, neither the province. So that creates a vacuum of leadership Mm -hmm. and it creates uncertainty. People's confidence in the process is is way low. And I think the, the key thing here for leadership here is to make decisions, whatever it's going to take to restore public trust because Policing is all about public safety and public trust, but it can be fixed. We are speaking to Barge Dahan. He's a former member of the Vancouver Police Board. Uh, he has um, lots t- uh, of knowledge in regards to how police work behind the scenes, in regards to 
dollars that are needed in regards to how big organizations work as well. Um, so we brought him in to, to talk a little bit about the Surrey Police transition because the VPD did put the initial report together in regards to some of the requirements that would be and, and the needs that will be there for a community the size of Surrey when you are putting together a brand new police force. Um, Barge, in this case now, Moving forward, uh, you know, there's still that tension between the city, certainly the council, the majority on council and and, and the province. Uh, do you feel hopeful that there, there can be a solution there moving forward in regards to the, the numbers, in regards to making sure Surrey uh, taxpayers aren't overwhelmed, or for that matter, even BC taxpayers don't get pulled into it? To a certain degree, I mean, one could argue that BC taxpayers probably may be spending more money for this transition just because of the size of the city and its impact on Metro Vancouver. Yeah, well, I guess um, if the mayor and the the majority members of the council that are with her, if they swallow their pride and accept the decision of the province Mm -hmm. that it's uh, Surrey Police Service, then you move forward. Mm -hmm. And then you have to negotiate with the province. Maybe they have to kick in more money. But that's one way to fix it. The other way to fix it is stop this transition Mm-hmm. and say we're going to revert back to the RCMP. RCMP is still well-resourced, human resource-wise. They have their fleet. They have all the resources. So that can be done. Long-term, though, if it's a Surrey Police Service, uh, say three, four years for it to ramp up to its full modeling that was done in terms of number of officers, I think the annual operating cost will be way over $250 million per year. Per year, per and year. and then other costs. I mean, you almost can see the provincial government having to put in more money yes. just to see this through uh, because of perhaps, um, uh, you know, they made decisions too quickly in the past in regards to approving it, whatever it may be, because the $40 million is is not a number I clearly you don't believe in. I don't believe in. I think most people don't believe either. Uh, Bart, thank you for your time. We'll have you back in. We'll talk a little bit about this because this story's not going anywhere. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. I'd be happy to come back.